0: don't touch that dial you're tuned in to the dread podcast network hello Hello
1: and and welcome welcome to kim and and cats stay alive alive, maybe
0: we're taking a journey into the past come into our time machine (laughs) (laughs) um Hi, Kim and I weren't able to record an episode this week, so we're doing another re-release.
1: We both had illnesses of sorts. Yes. And it was just too hard. We're sorry.
0: Yeah, but
1: I'm sort of loving
0: these little time machine trips that we get to take because it is so fun going back and listening to
1: these know, episodes. It's fun for us to listen. Yeah, it's just really, really fun. So this is episode 25, mm-hmm. Annihilation. The Tale of Bechdel Tests on the Jurassic Park Toilet, <laughs> which is a beautiful mm-hmm. name. So Snaps beautiful, to yeah. It's from January thirtieth, two thousand nineteen. Wow, we were such. Did you hear my voice. Wow,
0: my voice cracked. Um, <laughs> wow, this was a. So I had like so many, just notes from even just the intro.
1: Oh this. yes.
0: Um, first of all, we were still like. Acknowledging what number episode it was. Like we were still being like, and this is episode 25. So yeah. It's, it's wild. Yeah. Now we're just, Kim and I regularly don't know what episode number it is. I don't know until I go back and look at the artwork from the previous episode to know what episode this was. <laughs> um, yeah. I also noticed that I had a
1: cold, which I didn't acknowledge. Interesting. I could just I hear it in my voice. had 37 drinks and I was like, wow, not much has changed. Not Here much we are. has I have 37 changed. drinks in front of me right now. As we speak. Um,
0: and we only, we also only had one bell, which was the bell that our dear friend Anna right. sent to us. Well, yeah, because we were in the same room. Same room, one bell. And, uh, well, listen, I same love the room, way. one bell. <laughs> same room, one bell. I uh I love the way that we record now because it allows us to like even though we we missed an episode this week I really do believe it like allows us to be as consistent with our episodes that we like don't have to be in the same place it's actually really great but I do, I do miss
1: I know you know it's I do too Do you know what else I miss? What? Something nope. is like happening on this episode and nope. I was like, "Oh wow." That was good times. No, I remember when we did that? No, nope. we both loved it so much. We nope. really like. We really. It was like such a joy in nah. both our lives. <laughs> is when we would receive a new review, and this just happened. You know, uh, s- organically. It's not like we created this. Like, so we thought about it. we no. like, here's a fun thing to do. It just, it just organically happened. We would sing a little song to thank f- that person for writing knew. a review.
0: I fucking knew that you were going to bring this secret up. Baltimore Cusbut, secret Baltimore which... Cuzbutt. Secret but Who could that be? <laughs> Truly, who could that be?
1: And I just thought to myself, well, those were good times. Yeah. I wonder who wrote our last review. Who was it? Oh, here it is. Oh, I happen to have it up right now. Oh, no. It's Bargery Merman.
0: <laughs> okay, well, you know what? Here we go.
1: bargery Merman. Barjorie Merman. Merman. bargery, bargery Bargerie Merman. Thank you, bargery Merman. Barjorie Merman. Bargerie Merman. 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 We thank Merman. you. Still got
0: it. Still got it.
1: Gosh, love it. I love it. Well,
0: okay, you know what? I knew Do this was going to happen. Do people want to bring it back? I love it. Does anyone I pre- want it? Just me? Just me? For this. Just me? I, I prepared for this. Because what we also did was... We said that if you wrote a review, you were entered into a raffle to win a mug. Mm -hmm. I am prepared to say here and now that we are going to start another Uh, raffle.
1: uh, No! Uh, I mean, fine. But also, does anyone want a song?
0: That's what I'm saying. We will, if you review, if you review our podcast. We will sing a song of your name. One song. So meaning like if we get like 10 reviews or something, we're not going to sing 10 songs. We're going to choose one to so sing. raffle as you get a
1: song. No, no, no. Listen, let me get it
0: all out. Okay. We will sing reviews of your name again. We will also start a raffle again, where if you write a review between now and, and some unspecified date that we will tell you about. <laughs> you will be entered into a raffle to win a piece of merch of your choice. I love it. Let's do it. So write a fucking review. We might sing your name, but we'll definitely enter you into a I raffle. I think
1: if you already have a review, you can update it, too, if, if, you, if you haven't yeah. gotten a song yet, if you want to be entered. Yes. Because this one, it's from a fucking year ago. Yeah. Where's all our reviews at,
0: guys? Review, 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 review. Um, so listen to me, not being a, a review scrooge.
1: Good job, I'm me. Someone great. better write a review, even if you don't know what to write. <laughs> just be like, it's great. Uh, I
0: want my stay song. alive.
1: hashtag Stay alive. Yeah, just something. Just write anything, uh,
0: but only five, five stars. stars. Yeah, Yeah. if you give us less than five stars, like we're not singing your name.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you will not get a song and you are not
0: entered. Um, So, yeah, I knew this was going to happen. I got there. Uh, Then we get into the movie and I totally forgot that Oscar Isaac was in this movie.
1: Yeah, that's my first note is just Oscar Isaac heart. Mine is
0: Oscar (laughs) Isaac exclamation point. That's great. And then we also learned where ghost host came from. I know. Copyright. Copyright. Very fun. Wow. Guys, these are journeys for Kim and I. These are so fun.
1: It also seems like it was before my side shave because we loved Gina Rodriguez Rodriguez's side shave. haircut, which was a side shave.
0: Well, it was definitely before your side shave
1: because I feel like you've only had it for two years or something. I mean, I had it before the pandemic, but like, what is time now? I don't know. What is time? Oh, yeah, I don't even know. Um, You got it right before we went to Seattle. So it was probably in 2019. This is just January 2019. Oh, shit. So a few months later. All right. You had this
0: inspiration. Um, This also made me want to go back and watch this movie. This was a really beautiful movie,
1: Annihilation. Yeah, I've never seen it with my eyeballs, but. It's really beautiful. I should watch it. Yeah. Um, it was great fun with some Jurassic Park references and mm-hmm. also some things that sounded scary. Bear Skull Monster Dinosaur. Sounded bear scary. Skull,
0: bear Skull Monster Dinosaur is really scary. So did also albino blood crocodile. Yeah. Gator. Guys, I can't tell you how many times we post-mortem the difference between alligator and crocodile. And never have we ever remembered the difference,
1: ever. I mean, ever. we know what the differences are. We don't know which one relates to which. which. one, exactly. Well, I do know that... There's the pointy nose and the u-nose. Pointy nose and,
0: and, and a round nose is the alligator because an A is a point and it's the opposite.
1: Or is it that it's a C in the opposite? I can't tell. We'll never know. So, we'll never know. This yeah. movie also brought... Look, I know we've talked about this so many times on the podcast, and I don't know to this day. We should put a poll. Okay. Is this funny to anyone else as it is as funny to us? Oh, my God. I can't wait. What? It brought our favorite meme that you ever created. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Hello. Hello, you. It's, it's me. What
0: is it? Hello. Hello hello you my name is me yeah no <laughs> <Something like laughs> i'm gonna re-release it i'm gonna re-release
1: hello. it oh me my name I, is here's like the that.
0: thing i don't give a fuck if anybody else finds it as funny as we do
1: <laughs> but it's I the just funniest fucking know. thing
0: yeah let's do a poll i will can we do polls on threads i don't know how threads work i have no idea but uh
1: yeah we'll definitely bring back bring back the memes Oh my Uh, god!
0: Yeah, I think I'm just gonna that one. Yeah, I'm gonna maybe this episode. That'll be what I'm gonna. (laughs) It's my favorite thing. Yeah, it's just it's truly my peak. I think it makes me a little sad sometimes, honestly, because it's like my name is you. It's my peak (laughs) comedy. It's my peak comedy. Like I've never written anything funnier than episode
1: twenty-five.
0: Yeah, like I've never I've never written anything funnier than that. There's
1: been ones that have been close, but. This, this was really it. makes me giggle. Yeah. We'll follow <laughs> us on Instagram at KKSM Podcast and yep. apparently on Maybe Threads, I don't know, and all the other things. Yeah. Uh we'll post it. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to share?
0: No, that was it. This was just really fun. Thank you guys I for really... listening.
1: Send us healing vibes. Thank you for uh understanding. Yeah, you guys are great. And, but we're uh, coming back next week full force. In God damn it.
0: Yeah, and uh, we love you and enjoy the episode! Bye!
1: Goodbye! Yeah, what's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on, you know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared? No, no, it's just what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big breasted girl who can't act, who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Right. I think it's right, too. We did it. Hi, everybody. Oh, Cheers, Ketrin. Cheers. Cheers. What? I have 47 drinks in front of me. You guys trying to... Cheers.
0: Cheers. It's Cheers. actually 47 drinks. That was not hyperbole.
1: She has 47 drinks in front of her. Why don't you name them off, Look, guys, it's flu season. I'm trying to stay hydrated. I got a little mushroom coffee. I got a little, I don't know, vanilla something tea that Ketrin made for me. Mm-hmm. I got water and I got kombucha. She is
0: Killing It on the Hydration Front.
1: Hydration.
0: We are Kim and Kat Stay Alive, Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, hydration. <what?
0: laughs> uh, I'm
1: Kim Burns. I'm Katrin Porter. For any new listeners, we are a horror movie comedy podcast. We're going to tell you about your favorite horror movies and
0: see which one of us will stay alive. It's always me. Mm, it's never Katrin. It's always me.
1: <gasps> Where's our bell?
0: Oh, Honey. <laughs> honey, <laughs> honey, honey, can you get our bell, please?
1: And spoiler alert, we tell the whole movie. We tell the so whole So if that's not your thing, movie. we're not your thing. <gasps> nope. But welcome to anyone who it is their thing. Yeah. I forget
0: what we said we were going to do. Well, let's start with what we know, and that is that we have some amazing listeners that left us some reviews.
1: Oh, we want to start there? I do. Okay. I want to get it over
0: with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so Kim started this thing
1: very organically. I it, just started singing it, it, about it someone was, who left us a review. It was so organic. And um, um, it's just become super popular. Everyone really loves it so much uh, um, that we just keep doing it. That I
0: have been outnumbered. <laughs> and Ketrin
1: is a huge fan. Oh, so Lord. um Do we
0: have some? Do we have some? We new?
1: do, we do, we do. Someone wrote that we're their new favorite podcast. <gasps> their name is Secret Baltimore Cuzbot. <laughs> okay. Secret Baltimore. <laughs> I just want
0: to break this down. Secret, secret Baltimore, Baltimore Cuzbot. Bot. I love it. So, so, it's where do we go with
1: that? Beep, boop, beep, boop. Secret, boop, beep, boop. Baltimore, Baltimore, Baltimore. Cause, boop, cause, boop. Beep, beep. beep, beep. Thank you, Secret Baltimore Cuzbot, for that your review. Noise was, that noise was me powering, powering down. Them. I got okay. it. I picked up what you were putting down. I got it. <laughs> we have another exciting thing that we're going to do for oh my people God. who leave us a review. I'm so excited. We just got some fucking merch, you guys. Which I'm obsessed with. You I can find us it. at KKSAM Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And there are links to our merch or go to our website, KimAndKatStayAlive.com. Mm-hmm. I'll have links to the merch. We have lots of cool designs. Yes. And... From now on, mm-hmm. if you write us a review, not only will you get a song, which let's face it, that's the best, oh. but you will be entered into a drawing to get a free mug from us. Yay!
0: So for those of you that weren't writing a review because you were too shy to have your your name sung so beautifully by Kim, now you have a new incentive, <laughs> and that uh, is a mug to drink your coffee or tea And don't
1: worry of. to any of our wonderful listeners that already write reviews, we're going to add you into the drawing as well. So, yeah, we're going to give a bunch away. And the next month or so, please, please give us five stars and write us a review. It would really fucking help us out. And win a mug.
0: Yay! Was that all of our business? Also, like, go look at our merch, like, for real. Don't just write a review for a mug. Like, we have really cool stuff. We have, like, pillows. We have T-shirts, tanks, hoodies. I'm into it. So... Update your spring wardrobe with some K.K. Sam accoutrement. I watched a
1: movie. You did? I did. Your movie that you watched was given to us. It was assigned. <laughs> yes. Okay. By so, one fabulous, amazing human being.
0: Yes. So you guys were introduced to our amazing, talented friend, Brian Sharp, last episode because he was the one that salvaged Kim's underwater (laughs) audio.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Sorry for that, guys. You know, I was just really... Really trying to go method, and yeah, um, I didn't.
0: Just, it didn't work out so well. No, it didn't. But luckily, we um, have Ryan, who is a warlock of some kind, and salvaged audio that was virtually not there to bring. You
1: should have heard it before he touched it.
0: W- it. Well, you just wouldn't have heard it. Yeah, it, no, was, just, true. it was just. It was Ketrin just talking. me
1: responding to <laughs> ghosts. It's just Ketrin being a crazy person, it
0: was very strange. <laughs> but anyway, so we sent him a T-shirt. As a thank you. And then also he was like, listen, these are the two movies I want you to do. But he didn't just say, these are the movies I want you to do. He said, I'm assigning the movies to each of you. So Brian assigned me a movie. And that movie is Annihilation, Annihilation. Which was awesome for so many reasons that I can't wait to tell you about.
1: I'm very excited. So annihilation. Do you know anything about it? I know a little bit just from like Gina Rodriguez talking about it because I love her and Mm -hmm. I know it's a lot of like women.
0: Yes. It's strong
1: women. uh, Yes. I
0: I will get into that because I'm so excited about it. It also like passes the Bechdel test all over the motherfucking house. It's amazing. It's so great. For those of you that don't know what the Bechdel test is, it is something that's really cool that I learned about, it was actually started by Alison Bechdel, who won the MacArthur Genius Award. Basically, they put movies through a test that if two women speak to each other about something other than a man and those two women have character names, then it passes the Bechdel test. Now, when you go and watch a movie, you will see uh, that seems like a really easy standard to hit. Uh, most movies don't yeah so i was super excited because this is like just bechdel-ing all over the place and natalie portman is in it yeah who i'm i didn't realize i missed her
1: yeah i love her but
0: i i missed her it was great and oscar isaac well let's do alive or dead sorry okay okay so let's see natalie portman nat alive oscar isaac
1: A lot. Do
0: you know who Oscar Isaac is?
1: I know that he was like in Star Wars and there's some gif about him. Yeah, he's raw hot. He's cute or something. But I I very little. That's all I kind of.
0: Treat yourself to some Oscar (laughs) Isaac (laughs) is all I'm going to say. Gina Rodriguez. Alive. Ponytail. Dead. Tessa. Tessa Thompson. She is. Did you watch Westworld? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, the really hot young woman that's like kind of going to take over for Anthony Hopkins. Right, right, right. She's got short, dark hair. That's Tessa Thompson. She's in this. Got it. Alive or dead? Alive. Okay. Dr. Jen. Dead. And Dr. Jen is Jennifer Jason Lee.
1: Oh, Who was in
0: like Singles and she was also in, it's not crazy. Was not
1: she in Single White Female?
0: No. Was she in Single White Female?
1: Is she? I, I could be wrong on that. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> honey, is Jennifer Jason Lee in single white female? Yes. She's not in singles. She's only in single. Wh- oh, turns out <laughs> I was right and you were wrong, <laughs> Katrin. Oh, ma- honey, don't you have somewhere to be? <laughs> yeah. um, Thank you, Eric. <laughs> so that's alive or dead. You can get a total <laughs> of 28 <laughs> points. All right. All right. All right. So 28. We. Cut to Nat. Excuse me. What just happened? (laughs) I don't know. We cut to Natalie Portman, otherwise referred to as Nat throughout the rest of this. She's in what appears to be like an observation cell. So she's in like sort of scrubby patient type of wear. Okay. And she's sitting in a chair with glass walls around her, and people are observing her, and they are all in hazmat suits. Oh,
1: no. Never a good sign. You never
0: want to be surrounded by people in hazmat suits and be sans a hazmat suit yourself. never good. It's never good. There is one person in the observation cell with her in a hazmat suit, and he is asking her a ton of questions. He seems equal parts suspicious and scared of her, but we don't know why. So he's asking questions like, what did you eat? you only had rations for this amount of time, but you were in there for much longer. Mm-hmm. How long do you think you were in there? And what happened to all the other people you were with? The answer to all of these questions from Nat is, I don't know. I don't know how we ate. I don't know how long we were in there. I don't know how I got out. I don't remember anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to the other three people I was with, or they're all dead. That, that, I can't help you. I wish I could help you. And he's like, okay, what, what do you know? Let's start there. Then we cut to a meteor that is barreling towards the earth, and it lands uh, in a lighthouse. Like, it barrels through a, a lighthouse and lodges itself in the ground sort of under the lighthouse. And it sort of had this, like... I would say the, the meteor was maybe the size of, like... 10 basketballs. So it's not like a meteor that killed the dinosaur, but it's also not like a pebble. Okay. It's like a good size. Okay. And it barrels into this lighthouse. And trailing behind it was this weird sort of like rainbowy oil slick type of look to it. But okay. we don't know what it is. That's all we see. Now we cut to Nat in class. She's a professor and she's teaching about how everything came from cells multiplying. And she tells her students that we're gonna be watching cancer cells multiply over the semester. So she's a biologist, she's a professor. She seems fucking bummed, like just sad times. Okay. Again, we don't know why. This is clearly a flashback though. Right, yes. So she's uh she leaves the classroom, class is over, and she's stopped in the hall or whatever by a super handsome colleague. And he comes up Mm -hmm. and he's like, listen, my wife and I are having a barbecue. We would love to have you come over, like, get out of the house. Natalie is, like, Mm -hmm. not having it. Mm -hmm. Like, she's like, I have to wash my hair. Like, I'm not. Mm -hmm. I can't. And he's like, he's been gone for 12 months. Like, you're not besmirching his memory by going to a barbecue. Someone died. Yeah. And she's like, I have to paint the bedroom. Bye. And leaves. So we're like, okay. Now we cut to Nat sitting in her house. She's alone and she's crying. Ugh. And there are pictures of Net. fine piece of Ace Oscar Isaac.
1: Oh, he's dead! God damn it, he's
0: dead. And it's like a flashback to them playing, and like they're like lying in bed, and he's like tickling her and stuff. And it was like <laughs> so cute. And I was like, hey. Hi. And then we cut to her crying and painting a bedroom
1: okay oh so she really was. Well, i thought that was just an excuse she really was painting the bedroom yeah she really was
0: painting the bedroom uh can <laughs> usually my so. excuse
1: and it's like gotta paint the bedroom <laughs> gotta paint the bedroom can't, can't
0: do it kim's bedroom has 12 <laughs> coats of paint over it <laughs> so she's painting the bedroom and then we see that there's someone standing mm-hmm. at the bottom of the stairs mm-hmm. and we're like what the person starts walking up the stairs and he comes into the doorway uh-huh. of where she's painting the bedroom. Matt uh-huh. turns around and it's Oscar. <gasps> oh shit! And she's like, w- w- What? And she just like runs up to him and hugs him. And she just like can't believe that he's there. And he seems
1: off. Uh- <sighs> Like Frankenstein. Oh, he's Frankenstein. <laughs>
0: he seems a little Frankenstein. Yes. Like he just seems a little like off. We're now downstairs in the kitchen and he's sitting at the kitchen table, just kind of co- comatose, non responsive, just like kind of robotic. That's the mm-hmm. word I was looking for. Nat is standing up against the counter and she's just like, I need something from you. Like no one knew about your unit. Like I, I was calling people for 12 months. Like no one knew about it. Was it a, was it covert? And he's like, I don't know, maybe. And she's like, how do you not know? Like what it was? Where, where were you? And he's like, I I don't know. And she's like, well, how are you back? And he's like, "I I don't know. She's like, you vanished for 12 months and you have, you can't tell me where you were. She's like, where did you fly in? Was there water? Was there desert? Was there anything? And she, and he's like, I, it doesn't matter. Okay. And she's like, okay, well, how did you get home? And he says, I was outside. And she goes, the house? Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I was outside the room. What? I saw you. I recognized you. Then he says, I don't feel very well. He takes a sip of water, puts the water down, and we see that a drop of blood is in the water and dispels into the water. Cut to an ambulance. Nat is in the ambulance with Oscar. He's having a full-blown grandma seizure and he's like spitting up blood and Uh. like shaking and it's not looking good for Mr. Oscar. No, he just got back. He just got back. So Nat is in the, uh, the ambulance with him. And all of a sudden we hear police cars zooming up behind them. And we're like, what the fuck are they doing? And the, the people in the ambulance are like, did you call a fucking like police escort? And she's like, no, what's going on? The cops run the ambulance off the road. What? And the, the, the doctors and EMTs are like, what the fuck? They pull Oscar... <gasps> out uh, on his gurney, out of the ambulance. They pull Nat like off of him, guns drawn at the other EMTs. And then bam, we wake up. Natalie is in a hospital room, like a very sterile looking hospital room, but it also looks like, it doesn't look like a hospital we would go to. It looks like a military base okay, ob- observation room kind of thing. We have no idea what happened to the ambulance, no idea how she got there. No idea where Oscar is, but she wakes up in like red hospital scrubs uh-huh. and runs to the bathroom and vomits. Oof. Then a very serious blonde lady comes in. <laughs> okay. Her name is Dr. Something. So it's Dr. Jen from this point forward because it's Jennifer Jason Lee. And she's talking just like nothing gets to her or everything gets to her. It's unclear cuz she's just like it's a hangover from the sedative. I'm a psychologist. You were in the military? Like just like this is just a no- like part of one of her day's work. Okay. And Natalie is just like I want to like I want a lawyer. I want my husband. I want to know where I am. I want an answer to any one of the questions that I am having right now. And Dr. Dennis, like, you were in the military and now you study regenerating cells, yes? And Nat's like, yes, what, why? And she's like, where's my husband? And she says, your husband's here. He's very ill, multiple organ failure. Oof. But she's like super blasé about it. Then Natalie gets an idea and she's like, it sounds like radiation poisoning. Let me see him, I can help him. Because radiation poisoning... I'm going to sound very scientific right now. It, I think it has to do with, like, making your cells, like, spo- spontaneously regenerate and or kill them. So it's, like, similar to what she... Like, it affects your cells in a way that she would be familiar with. She understands. With. Yeah. Okay. So we cut to her walking with Dr. Jen through, like, a big lab, military, scary facility-type place. Okay. Like, it's one of those places where it's, like, there are doctors and people walking around, but then there's also, like, people in military garb walking around. And she takes her out to, like, the balcony, and they're looking out into, like, the wilderness, and there appears to be this barrier that looks like a shimmering oil slick that is, like creating this like sort of, it almost looks like a force field
1: Okay,
0: about a hundred meters away from the base.
1: And we're outside? That's outside?
0: Yeah. It's like a balcony. Like they, they go outside of the building, but they're still like in the building. It's just like a balcony that they're looking at. And she's like, so this thing that you're looking at, this shimmering thing, we call it the shimmer. It started about three years ago. It started at a lighthouse Right. It appeared and engulfed the lighthouse and then it spread and spread and spread and spread. A ranger went in to investigate, never came out again. So we've tried to approach it in all different ways like by land, by sea, by air. Nobody ever comes back out again. And she like shows her a map that it's like slowly encroaching and eating everything around. Oh, shit. But they can't get any information about what's on the other side of it because everyone that they send in doesn't come back out. Okay. Except for one person.
1: <gasps> Oscar Isaacs. Yeah. Isaac? Oscar
0: I- Isaac? S- Isaacs? How many Isaacs I don't is know. there? I know. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> so now we cut to Oscar in the hospital. He's dying oh. and he's quarantined. Mm-hmm. So nobody can get to him. Nat obviously can't get to him. We cut to a flashback now is Nat is like watching him in the bed quarantined. We cut to a flashback of Oscar and Nat in bed and they're talking about like just kind of pillow talk, but she's talking about the aging process of cells Uh and she starts saying like, you know, the aging process is actually a fault in our genes, there's some other type of cell that like just continues to regenerate. So like it doesn't ever die. Um, the, the fact that like we age and die, like is actually a fault in our genes. Interesting. And she says something about like, wouldn't you like it if I look like this forever? And it's just like super cute and kissy and like he doesn't have a shirt on <laughs> and he's like just <laughs> really cute. Um, anyway, what was I talking about? I don't know. Um, So then she's like, so are you going to tell me like where you're heading for this mission? And she's like, the silence around this mission is, is weird. Like it sounds like they've both been in the military, which we learn later, but it's like, there's something about this mission before he leaves that she's like, I get that feels different. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, I, you know, I can't tell you anything. And he's like, but we'll be looking at the same stars. And she's like, that's the Aww. lamest fucking thing you've ever said to I me. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that Natalie Portman is like you, douchebag, and Kim's like,
1: that's oh. because <laughs> it's because like my my twelve year old boyfriend when I was twelve and I had to move away said that to me. And, like, I really, like, it. I loved it.
0: I bet you did. <laughs> or something
1: very similar to 12-year-old that.
0: 12-year-old Kim really fell for that line. And it
1: made me, I really, like, would look up at them and be, like, I mean, he said something cute. Like, it was, like, see that little, like, fuzzy group of stars right there? He's, like, just remember whenever you see that, like, that's, like, I see the same thing or something like that. I don't know. It was very that's, cute.
0: That's pretty cute for a 12-year-old. Yeah.
1: He was the one that burnt a heart into my ankle. Oh,
0: right. 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 Kim. You and I had different lives. <laughs> <laughs> you and I had very different lives. Who did I have a crush on when I was 12? I mean, the only thing I can say for sure, I don't remember who it was, but he definitely didn't like me back. <laughs> Maybe Matt Bruns. He was like my summer crush for this years. This guy's name is
1: Matt, too. Shut the fuck up. And was he it has Matt your, Bruns? And he has your birthday.
0: October 9th? Yeah. This is very weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Matt Bruns, I liked him every summer for like 10 years, pretty much. But only in the summer because that's when we were on the swim team. So maybe Matt Bruns. No, 12
1: was Jack Devillier. That was great. Fuck you. <laughs> You're Are just you, telling us names of people we don't know. It's not interesting. I didn't,
0: ha- I didn't have anyone to tell me to look at the stars. <laughs>
1: okay. All I had well, was the names. I had to move away, and that's all I had was the <laughs> cute stars.
0: Okay. And then. We, was I talking about something? The Are we, stars. What is this podcast about? The stars. <laughs> okay so she's like you're lame that's something that you would use to pick up a 12 year old girl after you <laughs> burned a heart into her ankle correct sir and then they do it yeah and i was like sup anyway back to the movie so now we're back with natalie in the military base hospital crew place and gina she's like looking out at the shimmer and it's night night not night-night time. Who's nighttime. looking out into the shimmer? Nat is looking out into the shimmer. She's like at this base because that's where Oscar did is. You so say, she's like
1: Did you say... It sounded like you said Gina.
0: Because Gina then comes up to her, like approaches her. Gina Rodriguez. Okay. Comes up and approaches her and is like, hey, I'm Gina. And Nat's like, hi. And she's like, come meet my crew. You look confused, but this... You are just now seeing Gina. You are not but you're like, anything. But you were like, Gina's looking
1: out at the shimmer. And I was like, wait, who's looking out at the shimmer? And you said Nat. And I was like, "Okay." Well, now I'm confused.
0: Okay. Nat is looking out at the shimmer. Now a new friend comes up to her. Okay. Her name is Gina. Great. And she says, come meet my crew. And she's like, we've all been here for a while trying to figure this shit out. Gina has a really cool haircut in this. Have you seen it? Um, you probably saw, like, prior to her filming it... Cause it was like a really like sort of very different from her Jane, the Virgin where it's like right. half of her head is shaved. It looks really yeah. good on her. So uh, she takes her over to like this little picnic table where there's other women, there's three other women and we meet Ponytail, mm-hmm. Tessa, mm-hmm. and then Gina is there. And she's like, we're all heading into the shimmer. Oof. And what I thought was so fucking awesome was it was four women And two of them are women of color. Yeah. And up to this point, there is no reason that any of those characters couldn't have been a man. Like, there's nothing about those characters or the shimmer that requires them to be a a woman. They just were like, no, it's four women. Yeah. End of discussion. There is no discussion. This is awesome. Yeah. Um, So that was, like, the first thing that I just was, like, so here for.
1: I mean... Most things could be like that. But exactly. <laughs> but
0: there's so many times where people are like, make it about them being a woman. Right, right, and yeah. it's like, you don't need to. You don't make it about characters being men. So like, you yeah, can it's just, just have... People. It's
1: just people. Yeah. I feel like the BBC is really good at that. Like The
0: BBC is awesome at like, that. Like, they
1: just cast people.
0: Yeah. It's so, so fucking... know
1: it's, it's, it's just That's the world. Why,
0: like, I love their fucking procedural, British yeah. procedural yeah, stuff yeah. for that very reason. It's just the best. I agree. So... She's like, we're all heading into the shimmer. And she's like, they're hypothesizing about what may have happened to the other people. And Gina's like, either something killed everyone or they all went crazy and killed each other. So this is a bonus question, just because I'm curious what you would say. Would you, which scenario is more terrifying to you? You're going into a shimmer where something killed everyone or everyone went crazy and they killed each other.
1: Um, Probably something killing us. Really?
0: I feel the opposite. Like I picture you and I going into the shimmer. I can't think of anything else scarier than the person I trust going crazy and being the
1: thing that I now have to look out for. So now well, I'm alone. I'm saying, but we're all going crazy. So if you go crazy, like, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, if we all go crazy, then like, I'm probably okay.
0: So you're feeling like everybody is crazy and crazy people don't know they're crazy. So somehow like that's preferable to you. Exactly.
1: Interesting. In like a weird way, it's less scary. See,
0: in my head, it was like, I'm the only one not crazy. And those around me
1: went crazy. That doesn't make sense.
0: Well, it's because I'm always the one who like keeps a cool, calm.
1: Yeah, clear, if everyone goes head. in and everyone goes crazy, then
0: except for me, that's my
1: superhero power.
0: Shut up, <laughs> Ketrin! <laughs> You're um, crazy too. You're the
1: most crazy. I we know. all know it.
0: I know. No, that's really interesting though, because that didn't even occur to me. To me, I was thinking about like the people that I'm with are now the people I have to fear. So uh, I would like simultaneously be hunted and also now alone. Yeah, was, if I like, was
1: insane. That would suck. That's why I'm saying something killing me inside is more scary. Yeah. Because I'm still sane. So But the going crazy is actually less scary.
0: Yeah, maybe going crazy is like super fun. Like maybe people are just like because they don't know.
1: I mean, we're all a little crazy.
0: (gasps) What is that from? You I'm simultaneously attracted to you and scared of
1: you at the same time. I don't know. It is from something that I don't know (laughs) about. But it was hot and scary. Yeah, it must be someone. Tell us who that is. Say We're it. probably going to find out who it is and then be like, Ooh, why was that hot? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, what does
0: that say about us?
1: We'll take it to therapy.
0: Okay. So they're talking and they say, you know, one person did make it out, but you heard the state that he was in. There is a dun, dun, dun. noted silence from Nat. Nat does not say, Oh yeah, that was my husband. Mm-hmm. She just says nothing. So I was like, "That's interesting. Like, was she told not to say that it was like it was a very interesting dynamic?" Okay.
1: Also, she don't know these bitches, right? I mean, people. But
0: I tell everybody everything that's, that's ever happened. True to me about you, upon meeting them, so. especially about Jack and uh, Matt <laughs> Devilliers and Bruns. Yes, Jack I just like to Matt.
1: be <laughs> And just about them I and their name. I had another crush on. Someone Stop named talking, Matt. <laughs> please.
0: His name was Matt Roman. So she. Now we cut to Nat talking to Oscar. It's another flashback, but it's it was a really sweet scene because they weren't really talking about anything. They were just. She was just remembering them as a couple. Okay. So then we cut to Natalie talking to Dr. Jen in Dr. Jen's office. And Dr. Jen says, "So why didn't you tell the girls about your connection?" "How do you know, Dr. Jen? What are you stalking us? What how do you know?" Well, I guess so. Oh yeah, she's creep. Omnip- omnipresent." So, Natalie just says, "It'll complicate things." And she says, "Why are you going in?" Like, so Natalie's going in. Not yet. We don't know that she's going in yet. But she's there at the facility.
1: So who's asked, who just, what's that question you just said to me?
0: Natalie is asking why Dr. Jen is going in. Because oh, we've just I thought found Dr. Out, Jen was
1: asking, asking Natalie.
0: Yeah, no, we've just found out that Dr. Jen is also going in. And okay. so Natalie says, I didn't tell them about my connection because it'll complicate things. Why are you going into okay. the Shimmer? And Dr. Jen says, I pick the teams. I send people in. You can only do that for so long. Mm. I have to go in myself. Yeah. So basically we get the sense that like she feels like she's basically sent countless people to their death. Yeah. And she can't do that forever without actually doing it herself. Right. But we also have a sense of something else underneath. We don't know what it is yet. There's something about what she's saying that she's, she's not telling Nat. Mm-hmm. So now we cut back to Nat being questioned in that ob- observation chamber that we were in in the very very beginning so okay. it's like present the day suits. yes with the hazmat okay. suits and the guy questioning her hazmat says why did you go in mm-hmm. so now we know that she does go in but right. we don't know what the circumstances leading up to it are and she says i owed him so i went in mm-hmm. that's all she says so now we're with nat and the lady squad and they're about to enter the shimmer Dr. Jen is somber as fuck. Like the other girls, you can tell are like kind of jazzed. Like you would be going on a mission. Whereas mm-hmm. Dr. Jen just seems fucking somber. And they enter
1: the shimmer. So the people entering the shimmer are, are four people, not including Nat at it, this point.
0: Four people, not including Nat. So okay. it's Dr. Jen, Ponytail, Gina, Tessa, Tessa. Got it. And then Nat.
1: Not Nat.
0: No, Nat is going in as well. Remember, okay. we, we know that Nat is going in, but we don't know what led up to it.
1: Okay, that's what I'm asking.
0: Yeah, so we know that she went in because Hazmat said, why did you
1: go in? Yes yes, 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 I know she eventually goes in. I didn't know she was going in right this moment. Yeah, she's going because in. Because you just said, they're going in.
0: Yes, she's going trying in. Trying to stay on
1: top of who they are.
0: Yeah, she's going in right this moment. So it's a total of five women walking into the shimmer.
1: That's what I just asked.
0: I will fucking murder you. <laughs> I Can't
1: murder me because then you want to have a podcast host friend. That's true.
0: No, go I'll just host. do it with your ghost. My yes. ghost My ghost host. My, go- <laughs> <laughs> my ghost host. That's too cute to not do it.
1: No, I have uh, to agree with that. I
0: copyright, copyright. <laughs> I'm murdering Kim tonight. Okay, <laughs> so now they've walked into the shinner, but bam, we suddenly cut to Nat boning someone in her bedroom but it's not not oscar okay she wakes up real quick in the tent alone so we were like yeah it's fine that you don't know that she's in a tent because we didn't either okay she wakes up in a tent from a nightmare that was her boning someone not oscar okay she comes out of the tent and she's in this like sort of beautiful like jungle-esque type of tropical setting, okay. which is weird because the environment around the shimmer is mm-hmm. not tropical, okay. but inside the shimmer, it's like, it's like a fucking tropical rainforest. Okay, And she's walking around and she appears to be alone. She doesn't know where anybody else is. She doesn't see any other tents set up. Then she hears Tessa and Gina going through their food rations so she walks kind of around a bush and sees them, and they're like, Oh, you're up. She's like, What is going on? And she's like, uh, Do any of you remember setting up camp? And Tessa and Gina are like, Nope, none of us remember. Um, but according to our food rations, we've been here about five days. Whoa. And nobody knows how, why, what they were doing in five days. They have no recollection of anything. All they know is they have, they're down five days of food rations. Their transmission doesn't work, meaning like their radio transmission, any communication that they have, and their compass doesn't work. So they're like, no idea where we are, no idea how far we walked, no concept of anything. But they get the idea that like, okay, we know that there's something that they can look up at the sky in that I can't remember that tells them that south towards the ocean is this way. Right. I think it's ponytail that's like, come on, you guys remember this. And like, they look up at something and they're like, so south is that way. Okay. And they remember that the the shimmer, the perimeter of the shimmer stops at the ocean. Okay, So they're like, if we head towards the ocean south, we know we'll hit a perimeter. Right. Then we'll walk along the shoreline to the other end of, a per, of, of I the just perimeter. Just keep
1: following the perimeter, basically.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And so Dr. Jen is like, okay, let's pack up and go. And she's just like, all bidness. So they're walking through marsh. And again, it's like the environment that they're walking through. This was something I noticed. It's like part marsh, part rainforest, part cociferous forest. Like just it all looks not, we can't tell what part of the world we're in. Yeah. Cociferous, by the way, how impressed are you with that word? Don't even know exactly what it is. I just let it fly by. It's like we're palm trees, not palm trees, uh, pine trees might grow.
1: Oh, that was my informed guest. Oh, nice. Guest.
0: (laughs) And also guest. Our our ghost guest. So now they're walking through like a marshier type of environment, sort of like like the bayou is kind of what it reminds me of. Okay, And there's some like kind of houseboats that you would picture being along the bayou Mm -hmm. um, where it's like, are these houses floating? I'm unclear. Like it looks like these houses are just standing in water, those kind of houses. Okay. But they're all abandoned. It looks like people haven't been there for like multiple decades with how overgrown it is. And then Natalie also notices that there are these beautiful like breathtaking flowers that almost look like flower arrangements to the point where Tessa says, someone's getting married. Like it's these vines Mm -hmm. of beautiful flowers that are like growing and wrapping around railings and fences and things like that. And Nat is like, this is not an arrangement. Like these are all growing Mm
1: -hmm. together.
0: This is not possible. And she's like looking at these flowers And she's like, it appears to be like a continuous mutation. And she's just like astounded because she's like, these are different species of plants. Mm -hmm. And they're all growing together. Together. So like the other girls are kind of like, eh, like they're not biologists. But Natalie is like, clearly, this is weirdsy pants. Mm -hmm. So they walk up to this one house and the house, I'll need to... Described to you as like partially sunken into the water. Okay. So if you walk in the front door of this house, it's on a slant, and you know, half of the house you can walk on kind of like a slanted stage, and then the other half is submerged in In water. water. Okay. Okay. And so Nat is looking at these plants, and Tessa comes out of the abandoned boathouse just a little bit shy of the threshold of the door and says to the other girls um it's long abandoned maybe even before (gasps) something pulls her back in (gasps) but something huge it lifts her up off her feet and just it almost is like she sucked was sucked back into the house and we're like what the fuck and so the girls are like screaming. They go into the house and they see Tessa like thrashing in the water, and she's like, "It has my bag! It has my bag!" And so Nat dives into the water. The some of the other girls dive into the water, and they're trying to like get her bag off of her uh, so that whatever has it
1: can just take can just it and she can get take it, off. Take yeah. it. Yeah.
0: So they get her bag off. They pull her out. They run from out of the house. They look back, and a giant fucking humongous dinosaur crocodile oh. comes out after them oh, no! and it's like huge and it's it's it looks ill or mutated because it's like kind of like an albino kind of crusty bloody white Ew. like it just looks not well uh. and huge and i didn't want to be around it no um, and so they're like fuck and it starts like coming after them again and uh one of them i can't remember which one oh no nat picks up her sh- her rifle shotgun one that fires a lot of rounds mm-hmm. rifle probably and fires like 30 gajillion trillion bullets into its fucking head before it even slows down and she just keeps shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting for what seems like 47 minutes (laughs) until it finally dies very slowly and on its own time like this crocodile was definitely like I will die in my own time bitch Um, it's finally dead now we cut to them looking inside of the crocodile's mouth. So we're like the cameras inside the mouth of the crocodile and we're looking at their faces. Okay. okay? And it's definitely dead. Gina's like holding up the snout so that um, Nat can look inside. And she's like, it's mutated like the flowers. Ooh.
1: Like there are things present
0: in it's biology that shouldn't be there. For instance, concentric teeth, like a shark. Like, do you know what concentric teeth are?
1: Multiple rows of teeth. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So like, whereas we have teeth, like two sets of teeth that push up out our baby teeth, our Uh milk teeth. (laughs) Milk teeth. (laughs) Why is it so gross? (laughs) Crocodiles have like almost, they're almost in like a circular fashion and they kind of like rotate forward sort of thing. And so she's like, Someone's like, can teeth like a shark? And Nat's like, that's not possible. You can't crossbreed species. So, first question. You are now up to this point. You have lost five days. Okay. You know which way is south. So, mm-hmm. presumably, you know which way is north, based on that. You were almost eaten by a crocodile. Right. Lord knows what else is in there. What do you do? And what does Nat do?
1: Okay. I'm going to start keeping a journal. Ooh,
0: okay. As to
1: what happens every fucking day.
0: All right. I like
1: just I in like case this. I wake up again tomorrow and don't remember anything I all over again. Love and I can this. be like, oh, here's what's happened so far.
0: Love this. What does that um,
1: do? the fact that they haven't done that yet is despicable.
0: Despicable.
1: So that's fucking genius, Burns they I, I don't know why they wouldn't just stick with their plan of going south to the beach and keep following along the perimeter I mean I'd probably keep doing that too it's just like I'm gonna start tracking everything
0: okay I'm gonna give you one and a half so oh no no, no. I'm sorry you get two you get two full ones but um, yeah yeah I was having a, I was judging Natalie's decision to do that, but I realized, oh no, like that's the correct answer though. That's what she did. (laughs) Yeah. I I can't give Natalie a half a point. So I'm giving you a full point because that's awesome. Because at this point in the movie, here was my, here was my dilemma. I understand that they're like, the only landmark we can get to is the shoreline and the perimeter but that's so much deeper in and farther away. And it's clear that like, we don't have the resources to contend with whatever is in there because we can't even guess what's in there kind of thing. So I was like, this is the point where I would take as many samples as I possibly could and go the opposite direction of the shore to try to get back to where I was. Um, But that
1: like, you're trying to leave, leave,
0: because like I just
1: feel like, it isn't the whole point to explore? I get,
0: yes, but I, I think when when everybody has died and you too almost died, I would want to get back to go like, we this is what we found out. These are the samples we're bringing back. Try to be the ones that get out so that we can bring more people in to defend ourselves against whatever the fuck is out there. Okay. But I love your idea of t- of journaling stuff because yeah, it's like if you're journaling every single day then you'll either be able to read what you previously did, or you'll see that you have no journal entries for those five days and you'll go, okay, well that's even weirder. So awesome. Yes. So you get two points for that. So now we cut to questioning with the hazmats and she's explaining, she's like the mutations got more intense, the further we went in and she describes Mm. them as like duplicates of form or echoes And at one point she looks down at her forearm and she's got what appears to be like a figure eight tattoo or like an infinity Mm -hmm, tattoo. mm -hmm. I can't really tell. She just kind of looks at it and then keeps talking. And uh, Hazmat is like, were you hallucinating? And she's like, no, because we all shared the hallucination. We were all seeing the same thing. And she was also like, and it wasn't always nightmarish. Like sometimes it was really beautiful. Mm. And now we're back Inside the story that Nat is telling and she's in a boat on the bayou with ponytail and Nat looks down at her forearm. There's no figure eight or infinity symbol there, Mm -hmm. but there's a bruise forming Mm. and she says, I must've gotten this bruise from the, from the gator. And that's all she says. Oh, so I guess it was a gator, not a crocodile. There's a difference, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. And Ponytail says, where'd you learn to shoot? And this is where we learn that Natalie was in the army for seven years. And that that's where she met Oscar. Okay. And she's like, why are you here? She says KIA husband, which means killed in action, which we know he was not Mm. killed in action. So she's now actively lying to these women. I'm still not totally clear why she feels the need to like, actively pretend that her husband doesn't exist, but... I guess we'll get there. Ponytail says, we're all damaged goods. Oh. And she says, Gina is sober. Mm. Tessa is a cutter. Oh. oh. The doctor has no friends, no family. No one knows anything about her. Right. And I, Ponytail, lost my daughter to cancer. Oh. Yeah. And she's like, so we have nothing
1: to go Mm, back to. Interesting.
0: Which is why they probably volunteered, slash, were, right. were recruited yeah. to, you know, they
1: kind of have it's like a death they wish. want people that are like willing to go in and die, Yeah, yeah pretty much. So they are. So that's why they accepted women. I see now. Right. Now it makes sense. Right.
0: Because, you know, all women are
1: damaged goods. Right, 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 right.
0: So they're headed, <laughs> they come across a giant structure that was previously fenced off and said, like, no trespassing. Obviously, it's abandoned. As we get closer, we see that it's like a headquarters of some kind, like a mess hall, a military base sort of looking thing. But it's abandoned. So they're heading into the abandoned headquarters. All over the walls, I'm going to try and describe this to you, is moss-like growths that also resemble tumors and also resemble veins or roots and they are rainbow colored. So they look like mutations of itself. Nothing looks like it should be growing together, but it all is one thing and it's all over the walls. And so they go into inside the abandoned mess hall and they're looking around and Natalie notices that there's a board up on the wall and it has names on it. With times, like, you know, 1,200 hours, 2,100 hours, whatever, mm-hmm. underneath the names, next to it is a map. She sees her husband's name mm-hmm. on there. Doesn't say anything. She also sees that some of the other names are crossed out. There's a line through them. Mm-hmm. And the other girls are like, why do you think those names are crossed out? And they're like, let's just, let's not jump to conclusions. Mm-hmm. Like, let's not even, <laughs> let's not do that. Mm-hmm. they But Natalie realizes she likes... It looks like they had set up shifts to guard this place. If they did that, we should do that too. So they're like, okay. So Dr. Jen then finds on a table... They're kind of like looking around a plastic baggie with a note in it. And this, I thought, was so interesting. Whoever left this there left it inside of a plastic Ziploc bag. And it totally freaked me out because they clearly did that because plastic doesn't biodegrade oh
1: my god so like crazy probably
0: putting like knowing that there was like a it was gonna be a long time possibly before people found it they were like we'll just put it in this ziploc bag
1: we're ruining the earth we're
0: ruining the earth everything (laughs) is plastic so the note in it says for those that follow so Gina is like, guess that's us. Like, she's kind of the sarcastic, like, right. badass bitch. I liked her a lot. A memory card falls out. On the table is a camera, like an old camcorder. So they put the memory card in and they start watching the video. On the video is four men inside somewhere holding one man sort of down like holding his arms back and he's the man that they're holding back is like clearly in pain very sick and they're sort of somewhere where there's like a a little bit of pooled water and like a tile floor but that's kind of like all we can see like enough water that if you needed to rinse your hands off you could just Mm -hmm. kind of put your hands in to rinse your hands off sort of thing but they're clearly inside and there's two men holding a very sick man then the fourth man turns to the camera. it's Oscar mm-hmm. and he's talking to the camera, clearly trying to document what's happening and he right says, on. yeah that's what exactly. I'm talking about yeah, and he says to the guy that is being held down, he's like, "All right, I'm gonna do it, man. Just breathe." And he takes his knife and starts cutting open the dude's abdomen Ah, like as if he's cutting. A little window into a wall. Oof. And he pulls it away and holds the camera on it. There are no organs inside. What? There is just a giant, writhing snake worm intestine creature. Oh, God. That's just like moving inside no. of his body. And Oscar is just like, what the fuck is this? Like at the camera. And Gina, at this point, like, shuts the camera off. And she's like, nope, nope, nope. I reject that. Nope. And she's like, so clearly the last group went insane. And they're like, what are you talking about? And she's like, well, that was a trick of the light. they're like, it it wasn't a trick of the light. Like, the camera was pointing directly at it. And she's like, nope, they're insane. And just cannot be convinced otherwise. Dr. Jen is clearly distressed at this so she kind of walks off amidst the fighting they follow after her they come to a giant abandoned pool and at the deep end there's just a little bit of water and growing up the wall again i'm gonna try and describe this to you it appears to be in the shape of a throne or someone sitting on a throne that has grown into the wall and it is some sort of moss growth body tumor throne because it's like there is like sort of what looks like a skeletal remain of somebody but then Mm -hmm. also like moss and roots growing up that has like a jawbone growing out of it and it's like, all up the wall and it, different shapes of different things, and again, it just looks like moss, tumor town, death plant. Okay, and it's very gross yet somehow beautiful, okay, in a weird way. And so, they see uh, a knife that's in sort of the little bit of pooled water, and it's the same knife that Oscar used. So, they realized this is where that scene that they just watched yeah. happen, yeah, and the body like structure that they're seeing is the man that he cut open. But now he's somehow part of the wall moss tumor. Okay. And they're like fuck. fuck? (laughs) I mean, just fuck all of this, basically. So Nat starts taking samples of the tumor moss throne. Okay. And Dr. Jen says, it's too late in the day to move on. So we have to stay in terror tumor town mess hall. Now we cut to a dream or flashback. Oscar brings her juice in bed, brings Natalie juice in bed. And he says, I've got to leave a day early, like now. And she's like, you have to leave right now? And he just looks at her, touches her face, and he says, I do love you, Lena. And she goes to kiss him and he turns his face away and leaves without kissing her.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's all
0: we see. And we're like, what? Then Natalie wakes up in her tent. She can't sleep. So she starts studying some of the samples that she took in her microscope. And we're watching these cells, like, split abnormally. I don't know a ton about, like, what cells are supposed to look like when they split. But I don't think they're supposed to, like, also have tentacles when they do it. <laughs> so not. I I think the... This is not good. I think right. I think Natalie's not crazy about the tentacle cells splitting. For sure. So then Ponytail wakes up and she's like, you need to get some rest. Like we're all freaked out. Now, do you go back to sleep? And does Natalie go back to sleep?
1: Um I'm gonna say it's like night night time, like middle night, of the night. Night time, yeah. I'm gonna say that we both go back to sleep because there isn't something I can actually do right now. And I do need to have my rest if I'm going to get through this nightmare.
0: Zero points. Fuck you. Sorry. So she says, I can't sleep. She decides to go relieve Dr. Jen early. Cause remember they're taking turns. Okay. So she kind of goes up to, it's kind of like an observation tower mm-hmm. where you could see, a lot of stuff and like with night vision goggles is is how they're making making sure that they're able to like watch the perimeter and the guard is armed so she goes up there and dr jen says you know after seeing that footage it was a really good idea that you didn't tell them about your connection to oscar because she's like we don't know what was going on but it right. does look like your husband like murdered someone and, and <laughs> seppukued them while they were alive. <laughs> right. So good on you for not saying that you were married to him. And Nat says to Dr. Jen, why did my husband volunteer for a suicide mission? Cause that's yeah, what this right. is. Completely. And she's like, you must have analyzed him. You're a psychologist that works for whatever this is. And she says, we're all damaged, which I've ascertained so why did he volunteer and dr jen says you're confusing suicide with self-destruction she's like we all self-destruct in some way we drink we smoke we ruin our marriages you'd know better than any of us about that Hmm. and natalie's like what the fuck do you mean bitch and she's like, I meant that you're a biologist. Self-destruction is in our genes. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, right, 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 right. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. She's like, yeah, 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 we all, uh, yeah, we age. Jeans, get it? jeans, jeans, cells, jeans, cells. jeans, That's what we're talking about. So I didn't about. have an affair. It was an affair. <laughs> then all of a sudden we hear a loud crash off screen. They look, Natalie draws her gun. It's night-night time, so it's, like, really hard to fucking see anything, but the two people up the up at the tower have night vision goggles and natalie's like something came through the fence the other girls are in the tent in the field dr jen and nat are in the watchtower when all of a sudden a giant bear beast tyrannosaurus (laughs) rex (laughs) fucking grabs ponytail Ah! and eats her do you remember that scene in jurassic park where the lawyer is on the toilet
1: And like his legs are hanging out the mouth, basically. The
0: T-Rex just like engulfs him. Yeah. That's what this looked like. That's what this fucking bear beast skull dinosaur did. Oh shit. And we're like, shit. So the girls can't see anything except for Nat and Jen up in the observation tower. So they're all screaming. Nat and Jen come down. The girls go running after the screaming, and they go as far as the hole in the fence, yelling after ponytail. What do do you go after her? And does not through the fence. Mm
1: -hmm. Um She seems like the type to go after her.
0: Nat? Okay. Yeah. And how about you?
1: I have a so it She was inside of the mouth of this thing and I saw it. Yeah. I think I gotta let it go.
0: Yes. So Natalie also lets it go, okay? Because it's night night time. That's her only reason. She's not being like, "All right, well, peace, bitch." Like she's just like, "I can't, what am I gonna do?" Like I can't find you. So but she has
1: night vision goggles.
0: She has night vision goggles, but like they're she's still no match for like a giant
1: no dinosaur I don't think bear is.
0: skull, and she would probably do a little bit better in the daytime. Right. Especially if this is a nocturnal animal and you might be able to catch it unawares during the daytime.
1: Right. So... I did think this was a story about four women, so this must be why.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because one got
1: eaten early. Yeah. Early Uh, on.
0: Pretty early on. Yeah. So we cut to the next day. Gina and Tessa are like, I want to get out of here. Mm -hmm. I want to go back. And Dr. Jen is like... I'm going to Lighthouse. You guys can come or not. Do you go with Dr. Jen? Uh, And does Nat go with Dr. Jen? Or does she go with Gina and Tessa?
1: I think Nat goes with Dr. Jen. Okay. And how about you? You know, it wasn't until you... ah, Fuck. Okay. You made a good point when you were like, oh, we can go back, bring what we have, and reconvene. Yeah. Do we know how to... When we say, quote, unquote, go back... I mean, Do we know how to get back through?
0: Not really. The only thing that I was thinking was that the map shows us where the perimeter is, like it shows us where the shimmer is, and they clearly were able to look at something to know that walking this way was going south towards the ocean, right? So in my mind, that means you could go the opposite direction and know you're going north.
1: Yeah. So and, that, but was, north is where the facility is, like where we came from? I
0: don't know that north is where the facility is, but if you know where north and south is, then you know where east and west is and you know where the facility is in relation to the the shoreline. Do I know where the
1: facility is, is what I'm asking.
0: I don't know that they do. I'm thinking to myself that wouldn't you be able to figure out where the facility was if you know where the shoreline is? They don't say that, though.
1: Okay. (sighs) It's tough, man. It's tough. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know... Especially if I was in the military before, it's like I got to do my mission. That's Mm -hmm. what I came here for. Yeah. So you think
0: Nat goes with Dr. Jen?
1: Yeah. You know what? I guess I'll try yours and try to get back to the thing and bring them our information we have so far.
0: Okay. So Nat goes with Dr. Jen. I agree with you. I feel like trying to go back the other way, even though... So Nat's point is this. Nat says to Gina and Tessa, she convinces them to go with Dr. Jen. But what she says is, I agree that we should get out, but it took us six days to get here. And it's two to the coast where we follow the perimeter. Uh. And Tessa's like, we get out by going deeper in? So that was how she convinced them to go. It's six days back, two days forward. I'm still not convinced because to me, it's like, you know, the terrain, if you go back though,
1: Mm -hmm. you don't know what's up ahead of you. You don't know what's ahead. Yeah. What kind of sea monster is going to come out of there? Right?
0: Some fucking sea dinosaurs, sea dinosaurs, sea dinosaur bears. So now we're back in with Mr. Hazmat in the questioning. And he says, so you lied to them. You didn't know it was going to be safer to go that direction. And she's like, I didn't know either way. And Dr. Jen had made the decision. I didn't make the decision. I guess her mind was sort of like, we need to stay together. And Dr. Hazmat says, but you knew she had cancer. You knew she was sick.
1: Dr. Jen is sick? Mm -hmm. Oh.
0: And Natalie says, I guessed. And
1: yeah. Um, And she's like,
0: and yeah, I wanted to continue.
1: Yeah, so Dr. Jen's gonna die no matter what. So she's yeah. fucking going for it.
0: Yeah. And we also learned that, like, her great argument for it six days back and two days forward was kind of bullshit in that Nat just wanted to go regardless and mm-hmm. wanted to figure out what the fuck this thing was. And she also knew that, like, Dr. Jen didn't care about living. So she right. led these two women who clearly have more of a sense of wanting, wanting to, to stay live. alive than Dr. Jen does. And she took them anyway. Right. So we cut to the women walking through gorgeous tumor moss mutation flower jungle, truly beautiful. And we come across a piece of ponytail. Oh no. Bloody clothing body part of some kind. Oof. And Natalie says she could still be alive. And Dr. Jen is like doubtful. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but okay go ahead so do you go and do you bring someone does natalie go and does she bring someone
1: what pieces have we seen
0: only this it's just like a bloody mass of fabric or flesh we don't get like a good look at it we just see that it's part of their friend
1: and when you say go go where
0: to sort of follow into where it looks like the trail
1: led. I mean, if I'm picturing Jurassic Park toilet guy, yep. Jurassic
0: Park toilet guy. She's
1: gone. Right. She is not alive. Okay. I think we need to go on. Okay. Sorry, ponytail. All okay. I'm so sorry. It's okay. We so we need you, to go on. So you don't go. Um, I'm going to say, nat does go and does she bring someone does i have to answer that Mm -hmm. too which is basically saying can she convince someone to go with her yeah Uh, i mean would she go alone Uh, okay i bet she gets at least one person to go with her
0: Yes, girl. So you triple ding. Triple ding. So you got three out of four. I don't think you should go. Now, Natalie does go, and it doesn't end up killing her. But all of the information you have that this girl got Jurassic toilet parked, yeah. like, <laughs> does not make me want to, like go investigate no when I see a trail of blood no maybe that makes me an asshole but I'm just like I don't know that I'm a match for yeah
1: so um, what did I and miss I then certainly
0: wouldn't go alone Natalie goes alone oh shit and I was like Natalie I mean just get Dr. Jen to come with you she doesn't give a shit she yeah. wants to die anyway but I think Dr. Jen is like why why yeah, Dr. I Jen's
1: like pointless.
0: I Yeah. Doubtful. Um, So she finds, so she is walking through, like following the trail. And she comes upon – I want I want you to see a picture of these because these okay. were really pretty. They were like albino deer things, like oh. little mini albino deers. But Yet. instead of antlers, they had cherry blossom branches. Interesting. Isn't that so pretty? I don't know. And then they just like <laughs> pranced away. And it was really pretty. Because remember she said she was like it wasn't that, all fucking horrible, yeah. tumor horror. Like it was like some beautiful fucking shit like these fucking albino cherry blossom deer. And uh, so she walks a little further in, and she comes upon Pony's mutilated body. She dead. Yeah. She's real dead. Confirmed. Confirmed. Go back. Could have told you that. Yes. So she literally comes back, and the girls are like, did you find her? And now it's just like, she's dead. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) So it was like... Correct. It was like kind of a weird scene, because it was like... (laughs) Yeah, we all know she's dead. Like, she's dead as fuck. Yeah. It's fine. Interesting. She probably got some fucking blood samples, I'm sure. You know, because she's all science-y. Right. So they come upon, now they keep walking, and they come upon some abandoned homes. And these look like home homes, like with a playground outside, a little neighborhood, like small little suburbia, village type of thing. Okay. They decide to camp there. There's an abandoned playground. It feels very Chernobyl-y. Like very abandoned very quickly. Right. And creepy where it's like, I don't know if you've seen pictures of Chernobyl. Yeah. Where like that playground where it's just like, and we're gone. And you almost feel like the swing is like still swinging Uh. from someone having just fucking left. And then we look around and we see that there are plants that are all grown into the shape of humans and they're like holding like uh, like holding hands with each other like it looks like human topiaries but clearly not because this has been abandoned for
1: a topiary.
0: topiaries like uh in the shining where you like car where you like carve bushes into shapes okay those are topiaries so it looks like human topiaries but doc uh Natalie is like looking at them and she like pulls a leaf off and she's like, they've grown this way. Like people didn't cut them. They grew this way. And Tessa says, I figured it out. The shimmer is a prism. It's not blocking light or radio waves. It's refracting them. It's why that there's static on our radios, <sighs> there's something there, but it's garbled, it's refracting light, and it makes sense because you've seen it this whole time. It's very rainbowy,
1: yeah, yeah. Um,
0: and you know you can make rainbows with a prism, and she's like, it's refracting everything, like right. our DNA, everything. Interesting. and she's like, if you sequenced the DNA of that leaf that you just took off that body plant you'd find, and Natalie completes her sentence, the hox gene. And Gina is like, what's the hox gene? And she's like, it's the gene that, like, gives us the shape of a body. Like, says your head is uh, up top, your Mm. arms are here, like, that's the hox gene. And uh, she's like, it's refracting us. So, now the squad goes into the abandoned house, and it's nighttime. Not night-night time, like, it's the sun is going down. And they camp in the living room. We then see Gina look at her hand. And it appears like her skin or hand is moving. But like almost like water, like an oil slick. Uh, And we're like, is her skin moving? Nat catches her looking at it. They both stare at each other. And Gina like turns away real fast. Like doesn't want her to see uh what she saw.
1: uh
0: Now it's night-night time. And Nat is up. And she pricks her arm where the tattoo bruise is or will be later. And she looks at the blood under the scope and it is like tentacle multiply. Oh no. Not good. Here's the thing. If you look at your blood and your blood has tentacles, that's bad.
1: Not good.
0: So now we cut to a flashback of Oscar sitting at the kitchen table And the camera goes upstairs to their bedroom and it's Natalie boning someone else. (sighs) It's the handsome colleague. (sighs) We cut to Nat telling handsome colleague this was a mistake. And he's like, why? He's like, you spend more time away than with your husband. You can't talk about work and he won't share anything about his. And there's a clear connection between us. And she's like, what about your wife? And he's like, I love my wife. She's blameless in this. And I'm like, of course she's blameless, bitch. What the (laughs) fuck? I don't think Natalie is suggesting that your wife is to blame for you cheating on her, you (laughs) fucking piece of shit. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, So she's like, he's like, so what's really going on? Do you think that he's gone or do you think he found out about the affair? And Nat's like, uh, I think he found out about the affair. Now get dressed and get out. Uh, so now we look back on that scene where he like leaves and he's like, I do love
1: you. Right, right, right. He found out. Right, that was
0: his suicide mission.
1: Right.
0: And we're like, fuck, Nat, goddammit. Oscar Isaac damn. is too hot for you to be playing all around like this. <laughs> that is... Um so now we cut back to camp where they're er camping in the house in the houses you know and Nat wakes up and Gina Is standing over her with a gun drawn. Oh shit! And says, "You lying bitch." Oh shit! And Natalie's like, "What's going on?" She's like, "You don't get to ask the questions. You answer them." Oh shit! She hits her in the head with the butt of her gun. Whoa! Smash cut to Natalie saying goodbye to Oscar again as he leaves. That scene we were just talking about, Uh where she's like, "He knew about the affair." Yeah. His suicide mission was this. She then wakes up. So Gina knocked her out. She wakes up. She's tied and gagged with dr jen and tessa Oy. to chairs gina seems perturbed uh, okay to say the least and she's holding up nat's locket um, and it has a picture of oscar. oscar in it
1: right 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 right
0: and she's like why the fuck didn't you tell us why the fuck you were here Because your husband looks like a fucking murderer. And now you're here hiding the fact, like, what did you, you're a liar. Yeah. yeah. Like, why are you hiding this? And she says, also, I didn't see a bear. You guys had the night vision goggles on. I didn't see shit. You told me that it was some fucking bear that ate ponytail. And you told me that she was dead. But I didn't see either of these things. And we now know that you're a fucking liar. Oh, shit. And... She's like, so what the fuck is going on? And then she starts to get really freaked out. And she's like, when I look at my hands and my fingerprints, I can see them moving. If I let you go and cut me open, are my insides going to move like my fingerprints? Oh, no. And then she says, but I'm not the one tied to a chair. You are. And she pulls out a knife. Oh, shit. Then all of a sudden we hear ponytail's voice in the distance oh shit help me screaming it sounds like she's being currently attacked and so fuck? gina runs out and she's like ponytail goes out to find her then the screaming stops and the girls hear a bear growling silence they're still tied to the fucking chairs Gina has just been silenced. We don't know what happened. Then the most terrifying monster I've ever seen oh, God. comes into the room. Ugh. It is a bear mm-hmm. walking on all fours, mm-hmm. but it is not the face of a bear. It is the skull of a bear as if Ugh. all of the skin is Removed from it,
1: uh-huh.
0: but then also there's part of a human skull ah! and eye kind of growing out the side of it. Uh-huh. But the scariest part is when it opens its mouth to growl. It's the sound of ponytail dying. No,
1: no, 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 no. So it's like this no!
0: echoey, oh, shit, death scream. Oh, as god. the bear opens its mouth to growl. Oh God. And I was like, nope, oh, nope, 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 <laughs> nobody, nope, 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 nobody, nope, nope, nope. Oh
1: my god, I know. I'm so uncomfortable. I don't like it. Oh, I'm god. so upset.
0: So the bear skull monster gets uh, right in tessa's face okay and it felt very jurassic party <laughs> again because nat says don't, don't, move. don't move and i was like yeah, yeah we've learned this don't move don't that move. motherfucking t-rex don't bear move. skull is don't gonna move. eat your face <laughs> and so then gina <laughs> comes around the corner injured and shooting fuck ass, yes, bitch girl go injured oh. and shooting and so the bear skull attacks her because remember the crocodile, it took approximately of 30 300 million. Yeah. The bear gets to her first, knocks her down the stairs, and then rips the bottom half of her face off. Oh, God. She's dead at oh no. the bottom of the stairs, but like literally Gina. like ripped the bottom half off so that like her tongue just like flopped Ew. out. It was g- g- blarf.
1: Bog. Real blarf. My girl Gina, though I love I her. I
0: know she's dead. She had a really good death, though. She yeah, had a she had a her. really hardcore, good horror movie death. It was great. So now the girls are trying to wriggle out of the ropes right. um, because their chairs have been kind of like knocked over, and they're trying to wriggle out. Tessa is the one who gets out first as the bear comes back up the stairs and lunges toward natalie and i'm like they're gonna kill natalie is she dead now <laughs> what the fuck how are you gonna get away from this bear skull bitch but tessa grabs the gun and shoots the bear in the head 30 bagoulion times uh-huh. and the bear also takes its sweet ass time dying <laughs> and says i will die on my own time bitch good night <laughs> Oh, God. So, remember, <laughs> it's night-night time. Okay. Gina is... Dunzo. Dunzo. With her tongue flopped on oh, the ground. The, uh, bear Skull is dead. Okay. Tessa is freaked. Nat is not eaten, but barely. And Dr. Jen is like, I'm gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay. So, my question is, do you go with Dr. Jen? And
1: does Nat go with Dr. Jen? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say she goes. Fuck. Like, I, I'm i so torn. I
0: know. Like, kind of like Gina's head
1: face. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> like, at this point... Oh, I don't know.
0: You have I to don't want to be here. Well, you're here, bitch. Uh, what are you going to do?
1: So, my options are
0: go with Dr. Jen and which is keep which moving is forward to right now at night-night time or something else.
1: Okay. And she's it out no matter what. Yeah.
0: Like she's like, "Bye." Uh, <laughs> like right now. Like she picks up her bag and is like,
1: "Bye." Uh, I think it's best if we stay together right now. Okay.
0: So, so I'm sorry. So
1: she definitely goes, Nat goes. Yeah. Okay. And doc, and what do you do? I guess I go and, or figure out a way to keep her with, I I need to keep us together. Keep us together. That is my number one goal. Okay.
0: One point. Nat does not go with her. Okay. Tessa does not go with her. But the idea of keeping people together, yes, I agree. Yeah. So Dr. Jen leaves and what she says is we're disintegrating in body and mind. I want to get to the lighthouse and end this. Mm -hmm. So she just, that's her only desire. She doesn't, at this point, I don't think she really cares about bringing information back out. She just has to know what it is. Right. Got you. So it's the next day, it's daytime. Tessa is out in the people garden, and Nat walks up to her, and Tessa confirms that she was right about the DNA prism, and Nat says that she she is she saw it in her blood cells that there's like some sort of refractory mm-hmm. mutation thing happening that her sciency brain identified, and Tessa points out that the only thing that survived of Ponytail was her pain as she was dying. Oh, wow. And Tessa looks down at her arm, and vines are growing out of it. Oh, no. She gets up and begins to walk away, and she turns back to Nat and says, Dr. Jen wants to face it. You want to fight it. I don't think I want either of those. And she just turns and she starts walking into kind of the brush, the bushes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Natalie is like, what the fuck is this bitch doing? Mm-hmm. So she gets up and she like goes after her and she like doesn't see her. And she follows into where she went and comes out into a clearing where there's just a whole bunch of people plants. And it's like, <sighs> wait a minute.
1: She wants to join them.
0: Are those plants that grow into the shape of people or are they people, people that, that turned into plants. plants and is one of them Tessa oh shit because as she was walking away we saw that vines started to sprout out of like her back and everything like wow. she was turning into a plant so now we cut back to Dr. Hazmat in the questions and he's like how do you explain being the only survivor and she's like uh, I had to come back. I'm not sure any of them did. So she's she's like, right. can't really explain it, but she's like, I mean, I guess I didn't have a death wish. I,
1: I right, don't know. Right
0: Now the screen is all black, and we just see the words, The Lighthouse. Smash cut to Oscar and Nat just reading on the couch, and he looks up from his book and says, Hi. And she looks up from her book and says, "Hi." Hmm. Smash cut to her sobbing on the forest floor alone. <laughs> no. It's a bummer. Uh. I was like, "Oh my god!" I bet you wish you were sitting on the couch reading a book right now. Right. Like that's such a fu- that for some reason that juxtaposition really hit me super fucking hard because mm-hmm. like she's so alone, and I joke with Eric. <laughs>
1: Yeah, oh, <laughs> but I—I I, I know how you feel. That
0: <laughs> so, uh, <But> I so, but
1: I—I
0: joke, not joke, with Eric that like the best thing about him is that being with him feels like being alone. And the first time that I told him that, he was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and I was like, "No, what I mean is that I feel as myself and as sort of content." content. And I can be just 100% me with you as I do when I'm alone. And he's like, oh, nice safe. That sounds nice. And a lot of times, like, we'll just be sitting on the couch, not talking to each other, watching TV. Like, we're alone, but we're not not alone. And so, like, for some reason that, like, just, I had nightmares about it. It, like, really upset me. So (laughs) she puts all of her gear back on. Composes herself and she continues into the woods. We, as the audience, don't have a sense of direction as to where she's going. So I'm going to ask you where do you head alone? And where does Natalie head alone?
1: Balls. <laughs> um, I head to the balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would try to head toward. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I would turn into a bear skull monster.
1: <gasps> okay. Um, fuck. Fuckity fuck. 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 Okay. Correct. She's, That's the correct answer. She's. She's. Shut up. She's <laughs> no, I'm serious. I would just stand there going. Fuck!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Forever until I turned into a plant. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay now i'm a house poet. i yeah exactly and then you just <laughs> become a plant yeah i okay she's clearly makes it out and is the only one um but to me oh, fuck and like it sounds like dr jen's just like going to her doom yeah basically but uh, but it also seems like i don't I don't know, Burns. Okay, I need you to get it the fuck okay, together. Okay, get us I out take, of this forest. I would take a little meditation break. Okay, talk right. to my inner guides. Okay, my my spirit guides, my inner self. Love it because I clearly have two choices. To, uh, one out of one choice to make. Yeah, one decision to make. Yep, yep, yep. Two choices. <laughs> oh, geez, I'm getting
0: panicked. You're Just, getting so uh, panicked. Can't talk. Okay. You have gear. You have, you're, you were in the military.
1: Yeah. No. It's just, do I try to go back to whatever the fuck that even means? Yeah. What is back to? I don't even know how mean? to get anywhere. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Fuck. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the one thing. Okay. I'm going to go back to my goal of trying to stay together. Okay. And f- go find Dr. Jen. So I'm going to go to the ocean. Okay. Towards the ocean.
0: And what does Nat do?
1: Same. Together, hand in hand. Yep.
0: Yes. You are so far at this point. Yeah, my plan of trying to go back... I mean, it's too far. you're we're, so we're much too closer deep. to the lighthouse now. We're in so too deep. You both, you, you both go towards the lighthouse. I, I don't see that there is another option at this point. Okay. Especially being that you're alone. Like, it's like you're going to walk all the way back through dinosaur skull Crocodile, bear terror. Yeah, yeah. No. So... Now we cut to her at the shoreline. Okay. She made it. She made it. She's walking towards the lighthouse. Okay. The lighthouse is surrounded by these weird, like, ice fractal crystal trees that are, like, growing up out of the sand. Oh, I just realized what they were. They look like glass. Mm-hmm. When lightning hits sand, it turns to glass. Mm. And the meteor, radiation, all that kind of shit probably made some fucking lightning trees, some lightning glass trees. She goes into the lighthouse. We see where the meteor hit kind of came down, like on a diagonal. And we see that there are these sort of veins or roots that are kind of growing all over the walls. But have you ever seen the scars of someone who's been struck by lightning? No. They look like fractals that kind of like spray out like this. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's literally like a scar that's happening of the electricity going like that. Mm -hmm. That's what these look, look like. It looks like lightning scars all over the, the wall of the lighthouse. And we see that just outside the lighthouse to get to the front door, she's had to walk through these strategically placed bones, skulls, and rib cages just outside the lighthouse entrance. It's as if they've been placed in a design of some kind.
1: Interesting. Like human? Human. Body. Yeah. Yeah. Bones?
0: Bones. Bones. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So now we're inside and we see the fractal lightning coral moss veins growing all Uh around and a giant fucking meteor hole. We also see the Pompeii-like remains of a human being sitting cross-legged. Ooh. You know, the, the the volcano that erupted in Pompeii uh-huh. and everyone was just kind of, like, preserved in ash? It Ooh. looks like that. Like, he burned up so hot and so quickly that his it's ashes like just there. stayed perfectly ah, there. Ah, creepy. And there's, like, a black sort of hole behind him. Like, he burned up so hot, but in a very sort of controlled sort of yeah. fire is what it looks like. Which I was like, I don't even understand the signs of that. And we see like uh, the gear of this person, like the bags and the gear of this person next to him. Then we see a camera on a tripod pointing at them, at the body and the gear Mm -hmm. that's sitting up against the wall. She watches the video Mm -hmm. and we just see flashes. And I'm just going to tell you the flashes that we see. Ocean, fractal trees, Bones, Oscar, terrifying backlit alien. Oscar sits down where the body, pom- where the Pompeii body is, and now we're watching Oscar talk to the camera. He's sitting in the exact position of the Pompeii body, mm-hmm. legs crossed, and he begins to talk. And he says, "I thought I was a man. People called me Cain, That's his name. People called me Oscar." Now I'm not so sure. Was I them? Am I you? You ever seen a phosphorus grenade before? It's pretty bright. You're going to want to shield your eyes. If you get out, find Lena. Lena is Natalie. The voice from behind the camera says, I will. Oscar, not Oscar, pulls the pin out of the phosphorus grenade and says five four three two one boom and it's this like super bright like white hot light mm-hmm. but it's again it it doesn't seem to be igniting the whole lighthouse it's like just igniting like him
1: m- right spot yeah, um, yeah
0: and i tried to look up phosphorus grenade really quick and i couldn't really find like specifically what it is but it is like a military weapon and it appears that it just burns really hot in one place. Like it doesn't explode, but I would love to learn more about that. And the Nat is just like watching this on camera. She just watched Oscar Mm, blow himself up. And uh, we cut back to what she's seeing. The man on is like on fire in blue, like it's blue fire Mm. still in the same position as the ash. Then it kind of goes out and the man from behind the camera walks into frame, turns around towards the camera Who is it? Oscar. It's Oscar. Ah. Yeah. Bonus point. So we're like, what? We just watched Oscar blow up. Oscar is also behind the camera. I am confused. What is happening? So Nat is, you know, freaked. Upset. She's a little upset. Yes. So she's like, what in the ever living fuck is happening?
1: Right. So she
0: walks over to the hole because she now hears dr jen's echoey voice uh-huh. from inside Ooh. burns yes do you go in that motherfucking hole
1: what does this hole look like
0: she can't tell it looks like very deep and cavernous it looks almost it looks very caverny. but all you see is a fucking hole that a goddamn meteor made and then you just watched your husband, not husband, blow up and then also not blow up.
1: Oh, fuck. Can I, can I, before going in, mm-hmm. investigate further, like maybe sure. shine some light, maybe say, hello, mm-hmm. Dr. Jen, I, is that you?
0: Mm-hmm. Sure. Let's you investigate that.
1: further. What does Nat do? Um, th- does she go in?
0: Yeah, she goes the fuck She goes right the fuck in. She goes right the fuck in. I'm with you. Like, let's, unless you, I'm going to do a different ding. There we go. It was too quiet before. I'm with you. I'm like, let's not just go in. Let's investigate. Let's grab some light. Let's grab a fucking lantern. Like, Especially let's do how do we know this. this isn't just
1: like a secret whale dinosaur uh, with Dr. Jen's voice. Exactly. I don't know. I,
0: I would assume secret whale dinosaur for sure. So you got two points for that. Because, yeah, I mean, eventually you're alone. You're going to have to investigate. I get it. But I wouldn't just go in like half-cocked, I right. guess, is, is my thought. So she climbs in. It's this long tunnel into a huge open cavern, okay? Dr. Jen is kneeling, talking kind of nonsense. We can't really hear what she's saying. Okay. Nat says, Dr. Jen, and she says, it's in me now. Uh Uh-oh. I don't know what it wants, but it will break us down and fragment us until there is nothing left. Oh. Annihilation. Oh. Then, all of a sudden, lights and atoms and radiation start shooting out of Dr. Jen's mouth, and she's, like, head raised, and it's just this torrent of, like, radiation light whatever the fuck spewing out of her mouth and as it's spewing out of her mouth her body just starts to disintegrate into particles and light and fuck. radiation and like her skeleton is just like illuminated and glowing and burning and it's doesn't look comfortable no. at all So until she disintegrates into tiny atoms of light that are just dividing and floating around natalie Okay, And it's just like these little balls of light that she's just watching like these radiation little things just divide and divide and divide. And all of a sudden they start to form back together into another mass that is a Mm -hmm. giant oil slick looking black hole turning in and over on itself right the fuck in front of her.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So uh, it's kind of like what we saw for a split second in the video. So you're looking at a black hole in okay. front of your face. Okay. What do you do? And what does Nat do? Oh <laughs> God, Kim, I'm going to give you a clue. There's a radioactive black hole in front of your face. Like closer to you than I am from you right now.
1: What are you going to do, Burns? I don't want to go in it. Okay. I don't want to go in it.
0: Okay. I don't want to go in it. And how about Nat? Does she go in it? Sort of. Yeah. (laughs) So Uh. she can't, she doesn't quite go in it, but she definitely just stares into it for a long fucking time. And I'm like. Get away. I don't even stare into the microwave for that long for fear of radiation. (laughs) Like this is insane, but she looks like kind of entranced. And as she's staring into it, a small drop of blood appears on her face as if it's been almost pulled out of her pores. Ew. Ah! And the blood drop is sucked into, into the, the black hole.
1: hole. Oh, fuckity fuck
0: balls. It divides over and over again until it pulls all of it into itself and forms into a featureless humanoid figure. And it looks like you know those things that you would use to draw an art class where it's yeah, like a body yeah. that you can mold. It right. looks exactly like that, okay, except it looks like sort of like an like a dark onyx oil slick kind of okay. thing, and
1: that's like standing in front of her, standing now? the
0: fuck in front of her, no face, which is so terrifying. Right. I'd rather see the scariest fucking face ever than no face, <laughs> so it's standing in front of her. Nat freaks out and just starts shooting at it. All of the bullets ricochet. No.
1: Oh
0: god damn it. Yeah. Don't you understand that everything refracts? Yes, it all So it starts they start ricocheting off of the humanoid structure, but the 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 ricocheted path of the bullets also <laughs> become part of this humanoid Ah! structure and then it sort of like pulls the bullet paths back into itself and i'm like well now you just made a bullet monster (laughs) so i don't know what's happening so she starts to slowly back away as it starts to slowly walk towards her no uh, so she runs out back through the tunnel and she's like, What the fuck? And as she crawls out of the hole, the figure is outside the hole no! waiting for her. And it is like mirroring all of What's her she's movements. Saying?
1: Right. Okay, yeah.
0: And she's like, What the fuck? So she walks behind the camera and it is mirroring her. She grabs the camera, whacks the figure, but the figure mirrors her movement and fucking whacks her. Now, it's a fucking humanoid bullet monster, black hole radioactive thing. So I'm thinking that that whack is going to be a little stronger than you being like, eh! with a camera. So, whacks her back down, and then as she falls knocked out, it lays next to her on the ground, mirroring the position that she's in. Uh-huh. She then wakes up. She gets up, and the first thing she sees is this faceless face just staring at her, like ah! <laughs> "Morning, sweetie, roommates, <laughs> yeah, roomies." And she's just like, ah! "So she gets up and she runs for the door. What does it do?
1: It's it, it runs for the runs door. Runs for
0: the door as well." she goes to open the door, but the figure just slams up against her and slams her between the door and itself. Oh, and it's just like crushing her. And she's just like, Ugh! and it's like crushing her. Cause it's like, it's weird because it's like, she's pushed as hard as she can up against the door. Which
1: is making it do which the is same. Making yeah. It, yeah. yeah. Oh, but oh, it's fuck. the
0: thing pushing her as hard God as can it can up at oh, the door.
1: Oh damn it. It's yeah. one of those fucking. Uh, Make catch your brain
0: Yeah. So finally, finally lets her go and they both stumble back and they fall in perfect unison down to the ground again and it's mirroring her the whole time she wakes up again she's like motherfucker knock me out twice in a row Mm -hmm. so she gets up and they walk slowly staring at each other so she's like walking facing it sort of crab walking sideways I mean she's standing she's not literally crab walking (laughs) she's walking sideways that's an interesting choice
1: (laughs) (laughs) she decided to really want to test that it's going to do exactly what I do. Yeah. (laughs) She like
0: picks her nose to make it pick its nose. So except
1: it has no nose.
0: (laughs) It grows a nose just to pick it. Oh, what are we talking about? I started this. I'll see myself out. So she walks over to the bag of gear. What does she do? What is in that bag of gear? Um, what do you do? You don't even have to go over to the bag of gear if you don't want to. Natalie goes over to the bag of gear. What does she do? You can do whatever the fuck you want with
1: this moment. Am I supposed to know what's in the bag of gear? Well, we
0: have seen somebody in that room pull something out of a bag of gear.
1: Yeah, but I don't fucking remember that. Uh, okay. Okay. She grabs a... Grenade. Whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs>
0: yep. Phosphorus grenade. What do you do?
1: Good damn it.
0: <laughs> this is where you just stand in the center and yell fuck forever. <laughs> All over again. Until you turn into a lighthouse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. I... Uh, I i mean i guess the fucking same i don't know what else is even that i don't fucking know all right so
0: so she does something that was pretty smart she takes the grenade the phosphorus grenade out of the bag and she places it into the oil slick monster's Hand Right. And he, you know, puts his hand over hers, mirroring everything. And as they're sort of touching hands, the creature starts to morph into Natalie. Right. And looks exactly like her. And it was really creepy, like, watching it morph, like, seeing, like, noses grow. It was really creepy. And she's holding hands with it. So she's now holding hands with herself. Right. She pulls the pin. And we know that it's five, four, three, Mm -hmm. two, one. So she pulls the pin, lets go, and bolts out the door. And we can tell that, like, the entity is, like, confused now. And so um, before he can kind of realize what's happening, it blows up. And she makes it to the door. And the figure's standing there confused and sort of lighting up. Like, it's clearly not made of human stuff because it's, Mm -hmm. like, its hands are now, like, on permanent fire, but it almost is like burning the way those sparklers at Fourth of July burn, uh-huh. where it's like, how is it still burning? Like, you know, it's not like going out kind of thing. Right. And it's totally freaked out and it kind of like falls and like touches the wall of the lighthouse and all of the veins of the lighthouse light on fire. Oh shit. And then we see that it's spreading everywhere. Oh shit. And Nat is outside and we see all the fractal trees just start to light up and fall to the ground. The radioactive oil slick alien crawls back into the hole. The cave lights up. Everything is burning away. And now we see that the shimmer begins to burn away. Cut back to Dr. Hazmat. And he says, what was it? Can you describe it? She's like, no. It's like, was it carbon based? She's like, I don't know. What did it want? I don't think it wanted anything. And he says, it attacked you. And she said, no, it mirrored me. Right. I attacked it. Right. I'm not even sure it knew I was there. And he says, It was destroying our planet. And she says, It was changing our planet. Mm-hmm. It was making something new. Nat then takes a drink of water, like Oscar did, and we're waiting for <gasps> blood to
1: appear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: It doesn't, mm-hmm. but she's just staring at the water. Then she turns to Dr. Hazmat and says, Now tell me about my husband. And he says, Well, the lighthouse is nothing but ash now, so whatever you saw, there's no trace of it now. The shimmer went away, and as soon as that happened, his blood pressure stabilized, his heart rate increased, (gasps) he awoke, and not only did he wake up, he was lucid. Oh, my God. So now we cut to Nat going into the isolation room because she's like, I'm just as fucking radioactive or whatever the fuck as he is. So she's like, I'm just going to go into the fucking room. They stare at each other, and Nat says... You aren't Oscar, are you? No. And he says, I don't think so. Are you Lena? She says, nothing. He stands and they hug. Camera closes in on Oscar's eyes. The irises appear to look like an oil slick.
1: Oh, shit.
0: Camera closes in on Nat's eyes the irises appear to look like an oil oh, slick oh shit the end oh shit that was it oh shit yeah uh, it was really good
1: sounds good it was it
0: was awesome it was such an interesting like look into like grief and guilt along with it also being
1: interesting
0: a really cool horror sci-fi alien movie and really creative fun yeah, it was great. All right, let me total up your points. Kim Burns, yes, this is the best score that we've ever gotten. <laughs> oh my god, on Kim and Cat Stay Alive. Oh my maybe. god, to date. Oh my gosh, you got out of twenty eight points. Yes, twenty one. Woo! That's real good, Burnsy. I'm so I fucking impressed. annihilated that. You annihilated this bitch. Annihilation. So yeah. It was great. I can't Fuck wait to yes. I can't wait to show you some of the pictures. Yeah, I definitely of want to things. see some stuff of the fucking bear skull monster dinosaur was <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> fucking upsetting. It was oh, like God. so terrifying. And the oil slick alien was also not my it favorite. Definitely
1: sounds very visual. I would like to see some pictures. It
0: was super visual. And then I want you to see the albino baby deer with the oh, cherry blossom right. antlers. Of
1: course.
0: It was so cute. Yeah, so do we have anything else?
1: I don't think so.
0: Okay. Well, then don't forget about our review contest. Yeah. Write a review. Speaking of mugs, there's also (laughs) merch on our website now. man. Uh, Um,
1: Yeah. Other than that. Yeah. um, Please just share and subscribe, review. Yeah. All those things. We love you. Thank you guys
0: so much. We love you so much. So this has been Kim Kim and Kat's Stay Alive alive, maybe. Maybe.
1: So until next week. Stay
0: away. Put a ghost in me, I'm <laughs> done. <laughs> Thank
1: you for listening
0: to the Dread Podcast Network.